this is me um, reacting to mm-hmm. what you said. And mm-hmm. I think that a lot of people my age are going to react the same way. Mm-hmm. But I love that we talked that through because mm-hmm. you're right. And more people need to date like that. The millennial generation is as follows. Welcome to Surrounded by Idiots Radio Podcast. All right, everybody, hold on to your Lululemons. It's time for the Surrounded by Idiots Radio Podcast with your hosts, hosts, Dr. Who's the one that's been smoking, me or you? Dr. Tony Dufresne and the lovely Lexi Rodriguez from beautiful smoking San Diego, California. I like what you did there. Are you, uh, what, what are you, are you, what are you drinking? Are you drinking kombucha? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. How much more like. Oh my God. You have. So hippie. You can have full on <laughs> s- bought and sold into the, into the Diego life. And not I mean, only is full, it, it. It's and you've only been down there for what, two aid years Health aid kombucha. It's health aid pomegranate kombucha this is not an ad but i would love to be sponsored by whatever dispensaries want to sponsor us and whatever kombucha manufacturers don't, don't hold so back many locals don't hold well, back so lex and just throw it out there don't, don't you know yeah today uh this is uh, this is kind of we're freestyling it today yeah uh, because i threw it to you you said what do you want to talk about and i said i want to talk about one thing i want to talk about the worst dating advice ever and and what I'm talking about is like the worst piece of dating advice I've ever heard or I've ever got or both. And so we didn't talk or before the show about what ours were were or was or is. Uh, so I have my little piece, and then hopefully you've got a couple pieces there. Yeah, you go first because this one was kind of tough for me when you said it. I thought to myself that this is dope because everyone is always asking. And we've had a conversation about this before, but everyone's always asking their friends or their family or these people who have no idea what situation they're in what they should do and half of the time these people don't even know who the fuck this person that is asking for advice is really d- deep down to the core yeah and, so right and it gets it's you- like you're throwing shit out to a crowd that like has never caught a softball before yeah it's and it's gonna go well. spoken from a true softball chick <laughs> the the uh the, the uh, obviously the problem is is that the context is a big thing and you know everybody's in their own individual stuff and this um did you just shotgun that whole thing of kombucha? <laughs> Good God! The the, uh, the the interesting part about this little phrase I'm going I'm going to share with you, and the entire reason for doing this show is for me to call complete bullshit on this one thing, and 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 then you ha- you you have yours. So my one piece, my worst dating advice ever is uh, just be yourself. Oh, Fucking gosh. horrible! You know why? Here's why. Now, in 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 theory, that's a great idea to be yourself. You know, you're just yourself and you're authentic and you're there, which is but but nobody is on the first date because they're all wrapped up in their shit. And of then course. They, and but then, they're not being anyone else. They're just not being their full 100 percent. Right. Self. But 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 in in getting that advice from somebody, what what people do when they go out on dates is they think, OK, I have to be my 
witty self or I have to be my obnoxious self or I have to be, you know, I'm the class clown, so I got to be a, I got to be a, a joker or I'm, uh, you know, or I'm snarky or I'm dry. I'm a smart ass. And so or I got to be what I put my uh, little clever saying as. Right. On my it, so, so I'm just going to be, I'm just going to be a smart ass the whole time. Or yeah. I'm, or if I'm a psychologist, I'm going to sit there and I'm going to analyze you the whole time. It's the worst advice ever because it's not, it's, you have to take it out of context. When you go to meet somebody, the best possible thing to do is just be present with the person and be attentive yeah. to the person and just enjoy yourself. Think of it as, as you, this is a new experience and you're with somebody new and you're excited to be with them and, and just share your excitement that you're there with them and right. share the experience with them instead of having it in your head that you have to perform and you right, have to show them the who thing. yourself so is. Let's, let's talk about this really quick. You're right. You use quotes when you just finish that sentence because they think they have to be themselves. Someone says, just be yourself. You're hilarious. Or just, you know, just be yourself. I mean, what else is there? I'm like, you're, you're hilarious. No, but, no, but, but it's but when you it go forced. over the top to exaggerate a personality trait that you are coining as your best trait because people tell you they give you compliments on it all the time. So now you're attached to this trait that is getting you the ladies. Or getting you the tips, or getting air, you the air, jobs, air <laughs> because it doesn't have to be ladies. The but ladies. it's like you're not being yourself. So you're saying, "Oh, I, I'm just going to be my funny self. I'm just going to be my clever, sarcastic, um, analytical self." But that's not who you are 100 percent of the time. You know, there's a balance. So you're right. When two entities are coming together to sit at a table and be on a date and chat back and forth. You can't be 100% yourself because there's not enough room at the table. You have to let the other person have time to like sit in who they are and receive what you're throwing their way and kind of like counteract that time. A lot of stuff happens on the first date. It's a very overwhelming experience. You've got somebody there. You have an entity in front of you that you're interested in. You hope they're interested in you and you're trying to figure stuff out and you're trying to make it go smoothly and you're trying to create an environment to where both of you can interact back and forth to where you have some fun and you create a chemistry together and and the worst thing you can do is have in your is to crowd all that out with a thought in your head about i have to do something or i have to be some i have to be something or i have to be myself which actually in essence is really not yourself it's just ego stuff i love that and, and that's why that's the biggest problem the problem is you crowd all the other stuff out about being attentive and being a good listener and being focused and being aware and being there for the person and you crowd that out and then you start putting on the the Lexi show. Right. Totally. That's, you know what? I've learned the past couple years how to really just sit and listen. And you know what's funny is it's not backfiring on me, but I'm definitely observing how people that are knowing me kind of as an older, more evolved single chick in the dating world right now in a pool of 20 somethings early 30 somethings 40 somethings whatever so i'm like so you think i this is what i'm getting at is at 25 when i was dating i definitely was still trying to figure it out and there were times where i probably just fucking chatted the room out you know what i mean where they were just like this bitch is talking so much but it's because (laughs) it was that at that point in my life at 25 it was me 
being that's how I handled being nervous. Mm -hmm. And now, you know, what's funny is I've noticed and I've really tried to work on that as the past two years as someone dating and like getting to know new people, um, even friends, even making new friends. I'm, and it's funny is I'm the quiet one. I'm the introvert. And that's why I have the saying, I'm the most introverted extrovert you'll ever meet because I've learned and it's definitely worked for me to just shut the fuck up and be quiet and listen. But you know what? It's worked for me and what I'm analyzing at that moment. But I get shit all the time from people like, you're too quiet. Why aren't you socializing? Like, you're socially awkward. Like, I'm like, I'm just being quiet and trying to let you guys make all the moves. Isn't you it? Know? Is, isn't and it, it yeah. It's funny. Well, it's like, well, what do you guys want from me? Do you want pe- me to shut up? Or do you want me to right, fucking like right. steal the show? People get uncomfortable when, when other people are not talking and they call you an enigma. I got called out in a seminar a long time ago because I was just kind of sitting back and watching people and kind of checking things out. And they said, you know, basically, what's your problem? I'm like, I don't have a problem. I'm just checking people out. I'm just, you know, here. This is just kind of how I work. This is the extroverted yeah. introvert type of a thing. Yeah. And I got, and this is actually the biggest story in my book. And actually, I'm releasing it on on a bunch of uh, of uh, different emails that I'm. Oh uh, well, give uh, us a little so teaser. Please. I'll give you a little teaser. I give I, us I, a little teaser. I found myself in this seminar with a bunch of people, and and the the facilitator came over to me and said, uh, "So you know, what's your deal?" And I'm like, "What do you mean?" She goes, "Well, you're not sharing. You're not doing." I go, "Well, I am. I'm just not. You know, I'm I'm not out there. You know, crying my eyes out, and I'm not uh, stealing like the show. Like with my hands. Up, yeah, like yeah. I'm not. I'm not doing a bunch of. Oh, uh, I feel yeah, I'm not putting way. the show on. And yeah. she said, "Well, she goes, I'll tell you what. We're going to go to lunch and." Uh, 20 minutes or so and you're going to get up in in the middle of the restaurant and sing a song what yeah what was this was this like one of those mastermind things yeah. that yeah, you this paid was, for this was yeah lo- this no. was years was ago it, this, this i mean is, it obviously wasn't tony robbins uh, no it was actually Cy seminar because he it was, he gets intense too and i'm a big fan of tony robbins but i don't think i would want to go to one of his things it's too like it's fucking like i will come out of my shell when i want to come out of my shell and i'm coming here to learn how to do yeah. that but don't force me to do some shit i don't want we'll to see do. that that's those that's, people it's, it's, are crazy it, it comes from the same thing it's the it's from life spring and est so what you do psi and uh maybe you'll have to just read the book to find yeah. out what happened no but what'd you so, do actually what what i what i did was i got up in in the marie calendars you sang and i sang uh chestnuts roasting on an open fire oh you song. sell it, it, out i i, I didn't you sell fucking out. I was, sold out i was i was a part i i it was it was a part of the whole thing of the seminar and I was there with oh, 25 man. people, and she said, you're going to do this. And it was the second day of a five-day And you were deal. like, okay. You're just like taking the challenge. I'm like, no, I was, I was scared to... shitless. Because what, what she didn't know, I'm totally giving away the best story of the book. I don't fucking care. What she didn't know was the fact that for 10 years before that, or 10, well, seven years before that, I've, I've been singing in a band. I mean, I've been, you know, yeah. you know, I was a musician, and I was the lead singer. But I have to say. It's context because I ended it's up context. I ended up in the middle of a restaurant a week before Christmas in a Marie calendars and it's slammed and it's lunchtime and I'm leaning up against a salad bar and I just start singing. It's not like everybody went there to see my band play. There's no, no instruments. Yeah, there's no nothing. Weird. And the and the group that came with me with all the people, all the my only support of the people who knew what was going on, were in the back banquet room. Yeah. So they weren't even in the front room that I could that I could actually look at them and I can get some vibe and support and stuff. They weren't even there. 
And so I was there what? with a, I was there with a, with so, a, you know, 200 okay, people. Okay, let me ask you this. Are you saying it helped then? Like she really pulled you out of yes. your shell and you were like, damn, there's my confidence I needed to start this business and create a multi-million dollar company, pay $8,000 here to attend a three-week seminar. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, uh, no, that would, that, that it would be in our, inaccurate. <laughs> Uh, no, that's not the case. But what it did do is it taught me it taught me some really good lessons, and it's it was yeah. one of the most impactful things that ever happened to in my life because it was so shockingly out of the box. That's not a yeah. step out of the box. That's a that's a fucking mile out of the box. And right. I was and you know, like I said, as much as I had, had been singing for as long as I have, it was still different. And it was yeah. It, it but was, the it, point I was is. When you're being, this is for our listeners, the point is when you're being 100% quote unquote yourself or as, as much of yourself as you can be on a date or making new friends or at an interview, it's going to work out in your favor. When you're being extra and you're exaggerating the little points of yourself that you really love and that you can tell people really love, it's not going to work out in your favor because ding, 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 you're being inauthentic. Yeah, don't make and it, yeah. our point and the point of this show is to help you feel completely whole and confident with who you are and all the little negative, positive, like sexy, fucking mm-hmm. disheartening things about you. Be comfortable with it yeah, because yeah, you're only going to get better every day. Don't put on the you show, please, for God's sakes. For God's sakes, don't put on the you show. You'll have the best day of your life. I mean, if if the other person is cool and you're into them, but you will have the best day of your life if you sit back and ask them questions and then and, and observe something about them, ask them questions and have them come back and then ask them as a follow up questions and have them expand on stories and then, you know, dab a little bit in it. Don't go too deep, but just dab a little bit in their in what's going on yeah. and their interests and their passions. Talk it's just get them to talk about their passion. Because what happens totally. is what happens is there's there's a from a psychological standpoint there's a positive association to experience and and that's why anytime um uh, any anytime that they say you have to create some level of positivity or you know the dating guys you have to you know like like a like a touch or something because if you establish some level of a positive memory and you're there in the positive memory it's going to be of your benefit. In the long, in the long yeah, run, at least totally. at least They're, to get a second a date memory. and to expand. Oh, so that's, I love that piece of so advice. So that's my that's my two cents. Just don't you know the worst piece is just to be yourself, which means put on the you show. Don't put the you show on. Just be present for the other person. That's so. All. Let me throw this out there. It's just I mean I love that advice, but when you just said that, it it just made me think about this. So when you share your passion. And if, if this is your true passion, it's something you're thinking about all the time. It's something you're putting your blood, sweat, sleep, and tears into because you're trying to create this passion. And this can go um, towards all those entrepreneurs out there that are trying to balance creating a business with dating, with being healthy, mm-hmm. with all these things that we're trying to balance. So when someone asks me or asks someone on a date, and they want to talk about my passion to me. I'm to me. It's almost like sex on a first date. Like I'm kind of like, whoa, dude, it's only been, you know, 20 minutes. And cause to me, that's like my baby. Like I'm developing this business or this idea or, you know, okay. whatever I'm trying to give back to the community from like my heart and soul. And I don't know this motherfucker. Say I met him on a dating app. He wants to hear all about like my deep down passions. To me, that's comparable to like, maybe don't have sex with this guy because you've only known him for 20 minutes. It's like, don't share those 
yet those deep vulnerable moments unless but ha- you're like fully but how do you, how do you feel about right, how do you feel about him asking you to share it though I think it's rad. Okay. You're right. It just popped you, in well, my head like, right. damn, you I can, would get a little bit like, yeah, yeah. See, but, you, but you can choose how deep to go. No, you're right. And I love it. I think, I think this, this is me um, reacting to mm-hmm. what you said. And mm-hmm. I think that a lot of people my age are going to react the same way. Mm-hmm. But I love that we talked that through because mm-hmm. you're right. And more people need to date like that because, you know, a lot of people don't. A lot of people just go on a date. I mean, me at a lot in a lot of my dating life was like, I was stoked to meet someone and he was good looking and we always had good conversation and we laughed and had fun, but we never got too deep. And you know what? Those relationships never went anywhere clearly. Mm -hmm. So it's like, we'd go on a date, we'd have casual talk. We'd, you know, drink margaritas until we were making out and then boom, you, you, you know, you made it. You showed up show, right. You showed up sober. You got a couple of drinks. Finally, he kissed you. Maybe he's into you. You know, maybe you're into him. Maybe it's going to end in great sex. I get it. But if you're not talking passion, is it going to go farther than just the intimacy? Uh, well, it, it, you know, it depends. I mean, it has to go there sooner or later, right? Because it's really about you, you show your true colors when you, and how you ask questions or how you don't ask questions. And if you ask questions in regards to what's important to the other person or you have observations on the other person outside of, wow, you have a great rack. I mean, stupid shit right. like that, but I'm just but saying. Also, dating advice, don't ever say that directly to a woman, guys, right, because but, if she's a badass, she'll fucking suck in Right, but, but I have, for the record, I have to say, if, if a girl says that to me, I, I actually like it. <laughs> of course. I'm yeah, just saying. You've been bench pressing all right? week for <sighs> those pecs. Yeah, that and, you know, consuming a whole pizza in one sitting. That always helps. So that that's my, those are my two cents. Now throw yours out. Oh gosh. I mean, well, now we got deep and like passionate. I, mine were hilarious. They were just like. Well, throw your hilarious ones out. One of the worst pieces of dating advice I hear recently. And you know what? It's hard for me because I'm a Scorpio and I fucking Latina and I'm a lot, I'm real spicy and I don't give a fuck what other people's advice is. So that's my problem. But I'm learning to step back and take your advice, my mom's advice, even my grandma's advice once in a while. So baby steps. But anyways, Mm -hmm. what I hear all the time, especially being a bartender, when I have homies come in that are going on dates and they're, you know, it becomes bar talk and we're all just chatting like, oh, my God, have fun. Like, what are you going to wear? One of the pieces um, that I hear is, well, don't have sex on the first date. Like, don't have sex on the first date. Maybe even don't kiss. It's it's weird. It's like this weird age range that I'm in where girls have probably gone through the phase where they were fucking on the first date, fucking mm-hmm. on the first date, whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And again, like I said before, those relationships didn't stick. So now those same girls are at this point or at this age that they're they're contemplating it's like a real thing they're contemplating whether they should be intimate with this dude on the first date but the thing is is like if you i always say pay attention to your feelings and i always say like go with the flow if you if you're like 85 percent whole of a person and you're pretty aware of what you got going on you know you got you got a good job you you know you're healthy you have good friends you are like pretty much set to have sex with this guy on the first day if you want to is what Um, i'm saying because if you're a smart intelligent woman why would you suppress your sexual 
desires just yeah, because you feel like you're living outside these social norms that are all of a sudden created for all of us. Right. You know? But, but I, Lex, you, you, you could live in a, in a cardboard box behind the Circle K and you could still be o- open for sex. No, I mean, don't you think different. that's <laughs> That's why. No, no. That's why I said if you're healthy, you got a good job, you've got a good relationship with your friends and family and you've got some some great killer confidence then i'm saying if you have those things that are Uh that is creating 85 percent of a whole woman i don't think it'll affect you if you have sex with this guy and he doesn't call you back but you know why i don't think like that because i think the woman i'm picturing in my head is smart enough to know that this is going to go further than that you know right so it's kind of like if if you're thinking should i sleep with him or not he may not call me he may not don't sleep with him it's it's fucking simple yeah, yeah, because you're well, you're 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 creating your own game. You don't even know if the other person's playing on the same field. I mean, that, that, yeah, that's that's the problem. It's it's, it's all you're you're getting you're you're just mind fucking yourself, and you just yeah, you go uh, you go with the flow, and if you want to, fine. If you don't, you don't. Most of the time, I found, and you, I mean, and throw in your two cents if you see things differently. That it, it it's all depending upon you know the person and and how they were brought up and their and their ideals at the time that something happens i mean some people go out and they have a a very different opinion on sex than other people and some people right. some people go it's out and say it's just free free expression had thus and, and experiences in the relationship right. world and then other people totally. other people think other people give it a lot of power Right. And and if they give it a lot of power, that's the one thing they don't want to give up. And especially with women, what I found in 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 going through uh, counseling and then just knowing a lot of women as well through family and through relationships is that they you guys typically go into a relationship feeling like you are you don't have as much hand as the guy does. If that makes any Why? sense, because you you don't go in as you don't well you, see you maybe not, but they don't go in as empowered. They go in, okay. and I'm not saying subservient. I'm just saying there's this continues to be this female of you know lower than level thing in be terms careful, of careful. No, no, no. I'm saying I, I'm I'm totally against <laughs> it, but it it's a cultural norm. It's that right. it's that subservient position that 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 walk behind the man bullshit that's that's happened for generations and decades and millennial, and it's been shifting. Uh, thankfully, over the past you know forty years or so, but there's still that we still live with the, with the genetics of our forefathers, and it's still and there are still certain things yeah. that are there. And also, we we come from a generation to where well, I come from a generation Gen X. My, my uh, parents were baby boomers, and they were pretty buttoned up. And yeah. uh, and I know my sisters were pretty buttoned up because so of, you're because so what are what are you saying? All I'm saying is it just depends upon it, it. It depends a lot on just how you were brought up and what your ideals are. And some people are I mean, some people are just ready to rock and some people aren't even yeah. got even some guys. You, you, but I would even go as far to say that it doesn't depend on how you were brought up, because at this point and the, I think to the crowd and demographic that we're talking to. It's been it's a lifetime ago since you were raised with rules. It's still like there, you're though. already at the it's... point where you're creating your own rules. And well, I want those people to try to get on that level. I think yeah, uh, and it's possible. Yeah, no, no, no. So do I. That's the whole thing. I mean, just, otherwise you're you just know. missing well, you, out. Well, your mom, your mom was pretty conservative. And <laughs> totally, so, and that's so what you... I'm saying. I grew up in a very strict conservative family. I wasn't even allowed to have a boyfriend. I'm still not allowed to have a boyfriend. Right. Basically, exactly. You know what I mean? Like that's how serious. <laughs> yeah. So much when for that. When my ex boyfriend and I 
went home. Um, I think it was like Thanksgiving or some holiday or something. Uh, like we, we slept in different rooms. My grown ass older brother, him and his chick still sleep in different rooms. That's just, you're right. But what I'm saying is I've developed and, um, created my own morals. Like mom, thank you for the base of those morals because I appreciate it every day. Mm -hmm. But there, you know, Obviously, if we're going to go there and say, if my, if I told my mom I had sex with a dude on the first date, she would be very disappointed in me, mm-hmm. but I'm okay. When did you that, know? when did that switch? When did you finally feel as though you could cut, you could cut the, the, you know, cut the line and, and move forward into your own direction from that? Um, I'm, I mean, man, a long time ago when I was 18 years old. And right. Yeah. Out of and the house. But you know what? I also thank them for being so strict because it made me want to so bad make my own rules. And that's kind of what I've done my whole entire life. And so you're right. It goes back to the upbringing, but there needs to be a shift at some point in your development as an adult where you start to take control. And if it's, if those little things, like if, if, if fucking 10 years after I moved out of my house, I was still worried about what my mom would think and not trusting myself, then I need to reevaluate myself. Because if I can't trust my, if my mom can't trust the judgments I'm making and the decisions I'm making, then I need to reevaluate who I am. Yeah, I found that the more aware you are, the more empowered you become. And then the more empowered you become, the more uh, sex is not a, uh, sex does not, it's not as strong as a, of a force in regards to making and decisions. And it is, but it just, I think it, it's almost, it it's can an, be when you make the right decisions. Because no, I think I'm not trying to dilute like sexual um intimacy with no, anyone no, but no but when we're not even talking about that we're talking about the the intentions too that's what oh, we're talking it, yeah. about and it, it and it's it's all that it's the mind game that happens in terms of going into something and thinking should i shouldn't i should i should right, I? Right, the more right, where right. you become the, the more empowered you become the more empowered you become the more you do not have that internal conversation because what happens is instead of saying, oh, should I because of this and that, none of that bullshit happens. All you do is you go in and say, this feels good. Let's make this happen or this or, eh, you yep. know, or, you yeah. know, or, or it just doesn't feel it doesn't feel right in the moment in this context because I want to see this person again. Or I just want a little something more. I want to go deeper in, in terms of this being this, this time of life or yeah. I just want to hit some. Totally. You know? and so um, I have depends. one more if we have time for it. I know we you're trying to make these little mini shows. I'll just say minutes. it really quick. You know this saying that leaves people single forever, I feel like, is you'll meet someone when you least expect it. Or someone will come along. Don't worry. like You don't have to go out searching. Just hang in there. Just be patient. Blah, 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 blah. I don't think I call that um bullshit because <laughs> I think that if you're just waiting around like pretending you don't want a boyfriend because it's like when you're pretending you're sleeping so your mom doesn't make you get up and go to church you know mm-hmm. you're just like shutting your eyes and you're like absolutely not asleep oh yeah, your mom yeah. knows you're not asleep. I, was, I was an expert so. at that it never worked but <laughs> right. I was a total expert so it's like I'm gonna just pretend and write in my notebook a million times that I don't want a boyfriend I or or I don't want a boyfriend it's not a big deal I don't need a boyfriend I don't need a boyfriend I don't need a boyfriend and then you're just waiting for him to come it doesn't work like that what you're doing is sabotaging yourself subconsciously I always said and we've talked about this before is like you can manifest anything you want to fucking manifest in your life and you know what else Mo- and and kind of probably the easiest for a woman I would say is 
If you want a dude, you think about what type of dude you want. You think about how you want to feel when you meet this guy, where you want to be, what do you want to be wearing? Like, what do you want to, what perfume you want to have on? And you exude sexy, like, I'm ready to meet a dude. I guarantee in the neck in that week or in the next couple weeks just because you're walking around with a little confidence because you put a little extra makeup on because you want to meet a dude and you're not pretending you don't want to meet a dude you will meet someone and you'll be stoked on it and you know what that piece of confidence you get from a slight manifestation of a date is going to turn into some dope confidence that you're going to be able to use in other aspects of your life you will be able to there yeah. you have it. Look at that. Right Boom. Under the nice job. <laughs> so that's so th- th- those are that's our two cents. Our three I cents. Love you when had you to give me a time limit. You had to, I know, right? How great is that? <laughs> yeah, and, and and I even yeah, that was I, I even accounted for the fact you you had to change into your red tank top. <laughs> My tank top. Your other tank top because your other tank date. top was a sweatshirt for the record. <laughs> I know. So I just thought I would remember show off, go show to off these <sighs> sexy traps. I went to CrossFit today for the first time in like um, a year. Look, I already got traps. My traps are back. This is for all of you that's listening to the audio, <laughs> by the way. So you can go to javabud.com. Really? You can go to javabud.com for all the videos and the podcast and stuff. And also, if you're watching the video, hey, everybody. And look, my book is out. Ooh. My book is out. <laughs> and you haven't. And you uh, are you waiting for your free copy? Ms. I am. Ms. Rodriguez. No, I'm. I, they're coming in. They're coming in. Oh, on, cool. I just got the notice today. For some reason, people can go on on. Uh, they can go on Amazon and they can get Prime and they can get it in two days. Whereas I order fifty or a hundred and it takes a, a month to get my books. Oh, <laughs> so yeah, I don't know what the deal is, Amazon but, but that but that's the key. That, that that's what the problem is. So that is America. My, my books, Tony be, D. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> So my books will be in a couple of days and you'll get yours. So it, it's Mind here. you, they're talking about the Lewinsky scandal on the news and the guy goes Why are they talking the about Le- why are they talking about right, Lewinsky? Right, right, right. So I'm watching Don Lemon right now and he goes, The Lewinsky scandal almost ended Bill's presidency. And I'm like, Okay, but it fucking didn't. Like what why are we talking about something that almost ended something that didn't end? Oh, you fuck boy. it. Like it is crazy slow news day a slow news day yeah they're gonna they're, they're gonna show cat your cat's water skiing or something so you can also go, my roommate you, recorded now i want to say she called it they are conspiring against trump by saying he has heart disease and someone's gonna poison him in the next year and he's gonna die and they're gonna say it's based on this mm. newfound heart disease that's what she said yeah. i just had to get it on a recording i did, oh god i i just think it's funny because they're calling it the girther movement i think that's friggin' hilarious the yeah. Ger- the girther movement that's funny what is that so Ger- girth is in fat <laughs> oh because he he's saying he's six three and two Ew, he's saying sounds... he's six three i don't want to talk about that fucking idiot he, he's yeah, saying he's i don't six, want to talk about six three, Trump six, three and, and 226 and they put him up and they put him up against other six three two twenty guys and it's not even funny it's it's not even close he looks like a, a i don't know he looks like the michelin man compared <laughs> to those guys anyway so fucking trump so you can go to the website. You can get all this fun stuff. The video is going to be up there. The audio is going to be up there. And you can reach Lexi at... CrucialAwareness.com. And yeah, email me. Lexi at CrucialAwareness.com. Check out CrucialAwareness.com. Rate and review our show. SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher. Um, yeah, rate and review. Email us. Let's hang. Let's hang. And uh, have a good week. And...